0: Newsbreak podcast.
1: I think most people, Telisha, are repelled by crime. And you have dramatic examples of psychopaths all around the world. But the question is are we seeing a rise in psychopathy in South Africa? There's a variety of factors that normally influences someone to begin a life of crime. And many criminals have some sort of liaison and connection with a group. And we've seen that increasingly groups are arising. And there's a population of people that come together without a moral code. And this is what separates them from true psychopaths. And it seems to be the case in South Africa where common purpose brings them together, but then the moral code changes as those with criminal intent or if they have a lack lack of consciousness, so to speak. They overwhelm, they dominate the group, And it's becoming endemic. It's among the younger generation too. And most frightening is they seem to be completely normal to society.
0: Yes, when if we're talking about that moral code, could we say that it's just people who are showing sheer disregard for each other when it comes to maybe the wholesale planned in public and private sectors as well?
1: There is a struggle for survival and where people's lifestyles have to adjust. And people are now coming together because of the economic strife and the pressure on their lives. And raw criminality is taking over at some point because groups are engendering this kind of raw criminality.
0: Then you're saying that it's probably the economic challenges that's influencing this loss of fear of consequence and the influx of crime in the country.
1: Definitely, it
0: contributes,
1: contributes a singular factor towards crime. There has always been a correlation between economic factors and crime. So we can expect that crime will consequentially rise because South Africa is not is in a confirmed recession. And so the struggle for survival coupled with our competition for resources,
0: it's going to naturally generate more crime. Back in 2010, during the FIFA World Cup, there were 56 special courts that were set up to speedily prosecute offenders during that period. So would you say perhaps that special courts like that would assist in clamping down on criminals?
1: Well, I think it's a reactive factor that has worked previously because it comes in after the crime has already been committed. But if you want to deal with the issue of special courts in particular, I think, you know, Parliament has always established special courts. You know, we have legal courts, we have military courts. But it's a moving target in that whilst we have immense administrative work that's invested, crime is still out of control. And so the percentage of cases will constantly spiral. And we need a more permanent solution. So we actually need to look at a more long-term solution of having permanent courts of this nature.
0: Newsbreak, Lotus
1: FM.